Welcome to Beyond the Human Realm with Sahan Astroid. This episode is dedicated for my journey in Buddhism and um, what basic Buddhist values should a layman follow. However, in the very first episode, I would describe to you how I spent my life during my childhood when Buddhism was first introduced to me. Yes, in the beginning, I was born to a Buddhist family. But many in the Theravadian tradition are born into Buddhist families. However, only a very few are trained or are guided in the path of Theravadian Buddhism, even in a country where Buddhism is dominant. The Theravadian Buddhism is usually widely practiced in Thailand, in Burma, in Vietnam, in, in Sri Lanka or Ceylon, previously named as Ceylon and is one of the oldest, is actually the oldest form of Buddhism that is present. It's a basic teaching, teachings of the Lord Gautama Buddha are called as the Dhamma in Pali and uh, is written or is recorded in three Pali canons which are subdivided into uh, many other parts which I would have to discuss on a separate episode as well. However, in this episode, I will describe to you the basics of Buddhism during my childhood. So, within a week, I would usually go to my Sunday school, Sunday Dhamma school, uh, from around 8 until like 12 a.m. Uh, p.m. in the afternoon and we would have to wake up very early in the morning get dressed fully in white most and most of us the boys would wear the national dress and the girls would wear a similar national dress for kids for small girls and we would all go to temple for our dhamma lessons which were Divided into four main parts, and this included Abhidharma, Pali, uh, the Buddhist history throughout the world, and also the stories of the Buddha's time. And uh, early morning, we would take, we we would uh, perform the worshiping uh, sequences early in the morning with the chief monk of the temple or the monk that was available on that particular day. And uh, the day would continue with the four main fields which I previously mentioned. At the end, we would uh, recite a certain gatha, which is usually uh, used uh, when leaving a certain place when traveling away from a certain place for 
for the sake of protection to some extent. And that is what we would say towards the end of the Dhamma school before we returned home. So during, through the rest of the week, I would usually join my grandmother who would listen to Buddhist sermons uh, aired live on the radio, on the national radio channel, which was usually from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. And I wouldn't join her every single day, but whenever I could, I would join her in for the new episode on that particular day. However, right now, almost uh, 25 years later, we have, a, we have actually three to four dedicated Buddhist radios and TV channels. So you could now listen to sermons 24 hours a day. However, back then, 25 years ago, we only had one hour of Buddhist sermons on the radio on our national channel. So this is how Buddhism had advanced in uh, in the world. And also with the access to internet, people are able to read and listen to Dhamma sermons at their own pace, during their own leisure time and whenever they want to and whichever topic they want to, uh, with easy access, especially on YouTube. And uh, this has revolutionized uh, Buddhist studies within Sri Lanka. Yes, that is where I'm from. However, this has also given rise to uh, Buddhist traditions which are not Theravadian or organizations which represent themselves to be Buddhism, but... Uh, seems to be uh, teaching their own way of Buddhism which was not usually used by the Theravadian monks. Anyway, that once again is another episode. So coming back to unusual weekday during my childhood. Well, in the evening we'll all get washed up and we get ready for the worshipping session which we would uh, perform either with our grandmother or with uh, the rest of the siblings. And we would first start uh, by uh, calling out Lord Gautama Buddha, uh, starting by saying Namotasa, which were the words used or the uh, statements used by gods back then when they claimed, when they uh, reached out to Lord Buddha. And they would, afterwards, we would go uh, in refuge to the Buddha, the Dhamma, and the Sangha, which uh, would all be recited in Pali. However, I need to tell you that if you are a Buddhist at this very moment, and you are practicing Buddhism, and if you are reciting the gathas in Pali, I would always suggest you to uh, recite it once again in your own mother or your native tongue for its uh, greater benefits, which I didn't practice as a child, but uh, which I have uh, changed 
much later on in my life. So once we had uh, taken refuge to the Buddha, Dhamma and the Sangha, we would recite the five precepts once again in Pali. And that would also be uh, discussed in future episodes. The five precepts as a whole and uh, each one separately and how you should practice it. And, uh, and these are with references to uh, books written by Theravadian monks from the 1940s directly from the Pali canons. And uh, I will explain those later in future episodes. So once we had taken the five precepts, we would chant the values of the Buddha, Dhamma and the Sangha, which is the Gata that starts as Itipiso. Afterwards, we would offer flowers uh, and we would light the oil lamp, We'll offer an incense stick or sticks and we would also offer some uh, water and uh, once all these were offered to Lord Buddha we would then continue to uh, recite the Gata for the stupa the stupas in which uh, parts of Lord Buddha are even now stored in certain parts of the world and then we would recite the kata with respect to the Bodhi tree the tree which uh, served the Lord Buddha to attain Lord, uh, enlightenment which, pro which provided the shade and protected him from the rain during his uh, time back in India and um, afterwards, depending on how much time we had, we would recite the three main sutras. The Mahamangala Sutra, the Ratana Sutra, and the Karaniya Metta Sutra. However, I had a preference for the Karaniya Metta Sutra, so this is what I usually recite at this point during my worshipping sequence. Ratana Sutra, which is the second main sutra, is widely recited in Pali the same way that I did uh, and still do uh, as protection for any kind of pandemic or um, yeah, pandemic situation because this is one of Ratana Sutra wars recited during a pandemic, during uh, Lord Buddha's time. It was more of a, um, yeah, you could call it a pand pandemic because it was spread throughout certain parts of the world back then, or certain cities, I, I, if I'm uh, not mistaken. And uh, last of all, we would... Uh, offer the merit to the gods in the heavens uh, and then um, and ask for forgiveness from the Buddha, Dhamma and the Sangha 
and also transfer it to all our dead relatives who are still able to uh, obtain our merit because if they were born in human life it would be difficult for them to um transfer merit but if they were in a spirit life yeah they would most likely need the merit that we transfer to them and uh, last of all we would pray to have more kalyana maitri friends in our lives and finally end it off with hoping that the suffering in our lives would reduce the minimum as possible and eventually we would reach nirvana so these these were the uh pali gathas which we recited which i still continue to do recite this is the sequence that i do follow even at my present day and time and uh, yes i would do a few uh additions here and there when necessary and uh, omit certain things when i am uh, in short of time but the basics would always be there and on certain lucky days our grandmother would also read a few stories from the 500 jataka story book which is somewhat similar to what uh, people would read uh, as a ch- uh, as a children's novel uh, like the grim's fairy tales so something of that sort but uh, yeah I've, i've read the grim's fairy tales but it is nowhere near to the 500 jatakas stories because it's completely different however as children we enjoyed listening listening to the uh, 500 jatakas stories and how our grandmother recited i mean how described the whole story to us so this is how i practiced buddhism during my childhood and uh, even though many families nowadays do not practice this anymore and most families are unaware of the benefits of teaching this to a child at a very young age because i guess yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure i did this uh since the first year in my school yeah so all the way from soon after kindergarten these were the things we were trained with and and they have helped us a lot throughout our lives and people actually focus a lot on meditation nowadays and various other things but some of the basics of buddhism involves sila which is also the very first step mentioned in the 10 perfections i would uh, however describe all and describe and discuss about all these other topics much later on in the future episodes of course i haven't forgotten the episodes that i'm supposed to make about the karma lokas and so on and i would definitely make them and post them when i find more time thank you for listening to this episode i hope you have enjoyed and learned something join me for the next episode where i would speak to you about the five precepts and the intricacies of each precept 
see you later.